Welcome to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast with Darren Mitchell. If you're a sales letter looking to take your leadership to a whole new level, then this is the podcast for you. We'll be exploring tips, techniques, and strategies to help you take your leadership to the exceptional level and allow you to enjoy more money, more meaning, and better sales results. Hello, Darren Mitchell here, and welcome back to another episode of the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast on this Friday, the 25th of June, 2021. Trust you've had a very, very highly productive and highly successful week and uh, have taken full advantage of the opportunities that were no doubt in front of you. And if not, planted some seeds to uh, bear the fruit next week, the week after, and the week after that, and into the future as well. So trust you're going to have a great weekend, relaxing weekend, and get ready to reload into next week. Hey, in today's episode, just come off a, a workshop that I ran for an organization around uh, having difficult conversations. And this is, a, this is a topic that a lot of sales leaders in particular find challenging. Now, there are some that love difficult conversations, but for the most part, my experience has been most leaders and certainly most sales leaders uh, don't necessarily enjoy having the difficult conversations. And one of the key reasons for that is the, uh, is the fear of the unknown in terms of what they're going to get from the other person when they're engaging that particular conversation. And so it's fair to say that at some stage, we will find ourselves in a position where we are going to have to have a difficult conversation, whether that be with a team member, whether that be with a one-up manager, whether that be with a a senior executive, or God forbid, with a customer. Now, as we talked about yesterday, procrastination can be a success killer, and certainly a killer when it comes to avoiding the conversation, because as much as we would like to avoid the conversation, we do know that at some stage, we still have to have the conversation. Now, this is not about performance management. This is about having a challenging conversation and a difficult conversation with somebody or with some people that may actually uh, be be uncomfortable to have, but we know we need to have them anyway because some of these conversations simply cannot be avoided. And this is something that we need to understand, certainly as sales leaders, that we need to be able to learn to lean in to these conversations and not necessarily lean away or avoid those conversations. So the, the conversation we do have is going to take understanding. It's going to take empathy. It's going to have patience. But probably the biggest thing is going to take a professional approach from us in order to have a successful conversation, even though it may well be a difficult conversation to have. So one of the things we talked about today, and it was a great group to work with, is that they, they're in a situation where they're having to have really, fairly regular, difficult conversations with their clients. And they, they, have, they, they run a great business, they're very profitable, but sometimes they've got clients that necessarily don't see eye to eye with them. And so they are drawn to having to have these conversations. And some of them are feeling a little bit anxious about these and treating those conversations or potential conversations with a level of trepidation. So there's a number of things we spoke about today, and I just wanted to give you a high-level overview of of that and some things to think about for yourself when it comes to having these conversations so that we have a high level of confidence being able to lean in and conduct these conversations specifically when we need to conduct them and not be avoiding them and not procrastinating and putting off the conversation because procrastination, as we talked about yesterday, is 100% a success killer. Now, one of the biggest things, and I'm not going to go into personality profiles, but one of the biggest things we need to be really conscious of when it comes to these difficult conversations is to understand the type of person we're having this conversation with. What is their communication style? What is their personal preference? How do they behave? How do they communicate and how do they like to be communicated with? So if you're having a conversation with somebody and you are a very, very detailed person, 
And your way of conducting a detailed, difficult conversation is to put all these facts and figures and data and case studies and information and evidence and everything in between on the table. And you're talking to somebody who is completely devoid of any of that level of detail, you're going to completely miss the mark. So the first key thing to think about is analyze the person you're having this conversation with. Are they a detailed person? Are they somebody that needs to be thinking about themselves, other people? Are they focused on the bottom line? Do they need a huge amount of detail? Do they need no detail? What is their communication preference? How do they think? How do they behave? What's their language like? So all of these things we need to be really clear of because that will actually have a huge part to play in terms of how a difficult conversation will play out let alone a just a normal conversation. So one of the things we spoke about today, and it was a huge eye-opener for a lot of these guys, is they haven't been placing attention on uh, the type of people that they're actually having these conversations with, and therefore they're not necessarily getting the results that they could by adjusting their style to suit those particular people. What they are finding is they're having conversations purely from their own perspective and thinking that the information they're providing to this particular, in this case, their clients, uh, was enough to get them over the line and get them influenced to make the decision that they wanted them to make. And it wasn't working. Hence, why we had to have this conversation today. So the first key thing when it comes to having difficult conversations is be aware of the type of person you're having this conversation with and adjust your style to suit them. There's no point being one-dimensional because you'll only refer to and uh, resonate with a certain type of person who is just like you. Chances are you're going to be having conversations and difficult conversations with people who are different to you, hence we need to adjust our style. Now the next part to think about is considering what we call the consequences of these conversations. And this is all about choosing to have the conversation but planning to have the conversation and really starting to think about, well, based on the conversation I'm about to have, what are the possible consequences that this conversation may have in terms of how will the person respond? How are they likely to respond? Are they going to react to things? Are they going to get emotional? What type of personal style are they, as we just talked about? And thinking about, okay, what are some things that I need to control? So one of the things to think about, particularly when it comes to a formalized, difficult conversation, is to do your research, is to do your homework and figure out what are the possible scenarios that may play out, what are the possible consequences as a part of those scenarios, and start planning for those scenarios. Because chances are, that one of those scenarios will play out in real life when you have the conversation. And if you haven't done the research, if you haven't done the work and you're not prepared, then you're going to have to think very quickly on your feet and you may not necessarily get the outcome you're looking for compared to if you do the research first and you are prepared for whatever is thrown at you. And so think about things that you're you're, you're in control over in terms of that particular conversation and think about those particular consequences. Now, one of the things we talked about as as a relation to this is to establish what our frame of reference is. And our frame of reference is simply a way in which we judge another person or judge situations and can lead to the way we therefore conduct a certain conversation. So what we need to be able to do is pretty much suspend, if you like, our frame of reference when it comes to having particularly a difficult conversation because if you think about what it actually is made up of, the frame of reference will include things like our beliefs. What do we value? Right? What are the assumptions and presuppositions that we're making about people, about situations, or about consequences? And what are, what are things that we're judging that may actually cloud a, a logical and an objective view of what's actually happening? So getting really clear on what our frame of reference is and being able to identify that and acknowledge that and then uh, focus on, okay, when we're about to have the conversation, how do I actually start to acknowledge my own frame of reference, but how do I seek a level of curiosity about the other person so I can see their perspective? 
And how can I seek to understand first? And this is a key thing that we need to think about, particularly when it comes to challenging, difficult conversations. I've got to seek to understand first before seeking to be understood. And that is literally a golden rule or a version of the golden rule where you're going to start treating people just as the way you'd like to be treated. But it says we've got to first of all think about how can I understand where somebody else is coming from? How can I understand their perspectives before I put my case forward? So I need to understand the context because if I don't understand the context, chances are the frame of reference that I have will be different to what is actually happening and therefore the chances of getting a successful outcome to any conversation, let alone a difficult conversation, will be minimized. And the other thing to think about when it comes to choosing to have a conversation and being prepared is to establish what is your intent of the conversation. So intentionality is critical. What is what is the positive outcome that I'm looking for? And irrespective of it being a really challenging conversation, we need to know and identify what is that positive outcome going to be because that literally becomes like a guiding light in terms of uh, having the conversation and being able to stay on track, particularly if we get off, get off track and down rabbit holes if we're throwing objections and things like that. So having that intent up front is really critical. Then when it comes to having the conversations, there's a number of things that we talked about in terms of what do we put in our toolkit for having the conversation? What are some things we need to be wary of so that we can maximize the chance of having a positive outcome for these conversations? And a lot of this was around things like body language and communication, which we, we, I talk a lot about with, uh, with leaders and certainly in sales, absolutely critical. So it's being aware of things like, well, the communication we have with people, whether it's a positive conversation or a not so positive conversation, the words that we speak only represent a very small percentage of the impact we have on another person around communication. Most of the communication impact is going to come from our paraverbal communication or our tonality, but also the body language that we use when we're actually saying this. So being aware of that and making sure that we've got positive body language and positive tonality when we're sharing information, we'll stack the odds in our favor of getting a great outcome, particularly if it's a challenging or difficult conversation. So thinking about all of the things we can put in our favor in terms of our body language, how we sit, placing people on the right-hand side of us because the right-hand side is our greatest supporter. So in a, in a conversation you're going to have with somebody who you need to influence, look at how you can get them positioned on your right-hand side because you'll be able to more easily or more readily influence them because that's, that's just how it plays out. Um, there's a lot of science behind that, but I don't have time to go into that today. But thinking about your body language and being as open as possible and being as receptive as possible so that you can get a great outcome from a from a non-verbal perspective in terms of your communication. And then in terms of other things around uh, your, your rapport building, making sure that we're actively listening, which means thinking thinking about exactly what they're saying, but being aware of maybe some things that you're missing and being able to paraphrase and make sure that what they've actually said is what you've actually heard. So there is a connection there and a and a, not a disconnect between or a gap between what you're, what you're hearing and what they're actually saying because often the key bits of information will fall into the gap and sometimes they fall into cracks that'll never actually be closed over. So there may be a lot of information that you're missing through not actively listening. So thinking about how you can actually remove barriers to listening to so that you can pay your fullest attention and be fully present with the individual that's in front of you so you can have that conversation and get the outcome. And of course, listening is one part in terms of rapport. The other part, of course, is asking great questions and asking questions that will get enough information out of the person so that you've got enough context and enough foundation from which to then draw a conclusion and to put some solutions in place, particularly when it's a challenging conversation. Now look, part of that may be they may not give you enough information, in which case you're gonna have to get to a level of specificity and ask some probing type questions. But the key thing 
in relation to the toolkit, uh, whether it be a positive conversation, and but certainly in the, in the case of today being a detailed, difficult conversation, is having the courage to ask the questions that you know you need to ask in order to get the information that you're going to need to then be able to put a solution in place to close out the issue. And particularly when it comes to a difficult conversation, this is absolutely key. Because if you can't build rapport, and if you can't ask these great questions, it's going to be very, very difficult to get a great outcome. So the key message out of today is you're going to have difficult conversations. Don't avoid the conversations. Lean into those conversations. But do it in such a way that it's got a positive intent. You're looking for a positive outcome. You are empathizing with the person. You're getting the context of where they're coming from. You'll be in a much better position to get a great outcome, irrespective of how difficult the conversation will be. And as the guys worked out today, because I did share with them a, a process to follow in terms of how to conduct this particular conversation, which I won't go into today because it's uh, probably not the, the key message, uh, you don't need that. What you need is an understanding of the people you're dealing with, uh, a good intention, knowing what your frame of reference is, being objective, being empathetic, being curious, and seeking to understand first. You have all those things in place and you can build rapport, ask great questions and listen. You'll be in a very powerful position to lean in and have confidence in conducting those difficult conversations that you know you need to. So it's not about the process. It is all about what's behind the process in terms of how you bring yourself to those conversations. What is your intention? Are you listening? How do you build rapport? And all the things a lot of people, unfortunately, take for granted. But as the team found out today, that is absolutely everything and it is the difference that makes all the difference. So the key message today as we wrap up this particular episode, as we wrap up the week, that is that the 25th of June, it is, hey, lean into those conversations. You know you're going to have to have some difficult conversations. Lean into them. Be prepared. Think about what the consequences are if you have them. What are the consequences if you don't have them? But also start thinking about the different scenarios that can play out. But really focus in on what you can control, which is your attitude, your approach, the beliefs you have, the conversation you have in terms of the questions you ask, the how you listen to them, but also how you bring yourself to that particular conversation as well as what is your overall intent for that conversation. So if you do that, you'll get more positive outcomes than not if you bring yourself fully to that particular conversation. So uh, as a reminder, as we wrap up, of course, if, uh, if you're looking to take your leadership to the exceptional level, and you're committed to doing that over the next 90 days, and you'd like some help with that, hey, I'd love to work with you one-on-one. So let's jump on a call and have a conversation about what that program looks like for you. Simply go to leadwithdarren.com, pick a time that suits, we'll jump on a Zoom call, have that conversation, and get started as early as next week, and get you well on your way to being that exceptional sales leader. So with that said, trust you've had a really productive week. Looking forward to a phenomenal restful weekend, reloading weekend, and re-energizing weekend. And as always, I look forward to sharing with you on the very next episode of the Exceptional Sales Leader Podcast. All the best. Thank you for listening to the Exceptional Sales Letter Podcast. I trust the information in this episode has been helpful in your journey towards becoming exceptional. And remember, please take the time to rate the show, subscribe to the show so other people can find it. But also, if I can help you, jump on my calendar, go to leadwithdarren.com and let's have a conversation about how I can help you along your journey to being exceptional.